For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hey there, folks. Mark is out this week, but I wanted to go ahead and bring you something special. Over on Patreon, we have a series called Remso versus the DCEU, where if I could go ahead and pull out Thanos' Infinity Gauntlet and change our beloved movies, how would I do it? Would I change directors? Would I change the story? Would I just scrap films entirely? That's the point of this patreon exclusive show and to go ahead and mark a special occasion i went ahead and brought on fan favorite uncle brody on to do the first episode with me where we covered suicide squad so sit back relax enjoy this and if you want more of this content and so much more such as mark's show a case of the runs early releases you name it we got it go over to patreon.com slash second print pod so sit back relax enjoy the show Patrons, welcome back. If you thought Remzo versus the MCU was a whole bunch of trash because of my horrible opinions of how I would Kevin Feige my way into making the world's most ultimate franchise even better, welcome back. We're covering the first couple slots of the worlds of DC. No, the DCEU, as people actually know it as, because God knows the moment that Warner Brothers gives it one name change, they'll give it five others. And the (laughs) 10-year plan doesn't end. By fan demand, we brought back the one, the only, the infamous Uncle Brody. Went ahead and picked out the Suicide Squad as our first entry. Let me go ahead and lay down the rules for people who did not listen to the past two seasons. Basically, what we do is we go ahead and pick a film and we go ahead and basically say, how could we tinker it? What would we do? We're talking the story, the characters, the plot, where you can even talk about what directors, what actors what studio would go ahead and be a better proprietor of the films itself? So we going to uh, we're, we're going to go ahead and cover the Suicide Squad. This film in 2016, 2017 should have right. been everything that Warner Brothers had promised. You know, people liked Man of Steel. People were pretty split on um, Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice, but Suicide Squad by uh, 
uh, I think his name is uh, David Ayer, who who did um, uh, what what was that film? Uh, End of Watch and, and other you know like super hardcore cop based films. This okay. should have been the film that really kicked things into gear. They wanted a Deadpool type of film. They wanted something that was dark and gritty. They wanted somebody who could do a real hardcore comic book action film. This movie should have been great. Instead, we got five minutes of Jared Leto, some shit CGI, and a whole lot of cringe. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what to say about this movie. And and what I'll say also on top of everything is that primarily, I don't know what it is with these studios selecting these uh, C list, B list type of teams or heroes or whatever and trying to make them into something that they're not. I'm not a suicide fan squad. I'm uh, sorry, a suicide squad fan. I'm not a fan of suicide either. <laughs> Put the hotline in the comments. <laughs> I have to do that. Our Patreon and everyone will take us down. We're not fans of suicide. See you wow. Yeah. I misspoke. I, apologies there for <laughs> but basically overall i i've just never been a fan of, of that comic so I, I didn't really know a lot of it going in i knew some of the players and everything that going on i know a lot about amanda waller not just through the comics but through all the um uh justice league uh unlimited um batman beyond i mean she was she was prominent through all those things so i'm pretty well versed on on that kind of stuff but you know uh marvel uh, hit gold with uh, guardians of the galaxy which i thought what the hell are they doing a movie about this and end up being awesome uh ant-man which i hate but they you know they they're making a third movie so coming to this movie i i had no expectation really i was like i i don't think i'm gonna like it and it was i I, not only did I not like it, I hated it. I hated it. And I think, you know, for me, I stopped my Will Smith bandwagon even before this whole slapping the hell out of Chris Rock. I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm not, I don't like Gemini Man or all these other damn movies that he's made that were just hot garbage. After I think the last I good, legend, I kind of tuned out. Yeah, you know what? The last good, if you really think about it, besides the most recent Bad Boys movie, which I love the whole Bad Boys franchise, but the last good um, uh, Will Smith movie is Hancock. Hancock is great. I mean, it's it's funny. It's a superhero bit. It's just it's it's you know it, it just Will Smith kind of like you've never really seen Will Smith before. But besides that, no. So when you cast him at Deadshot, I'm like, no, this is not going to work. And for me, it didn't work. At all. I, it didn't work at all. Now, Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie is maybe one of the top two most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. She's the only and, one that made it out of yeah. that franchise without any heavy criticism. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and she fit the role so great and the accent and the way she talked and the way that she would just ramble on. And it was so random and so crazy. It was just it was great. I mean, I, I really liked her in the film. But, dude, I, there's just so much I don't like about this film. It's like I, I would never watch this movie again. I watched it once and it's like, this is not anything that I would put myself through. So, I mean, I, that's just my opening take on that. So you, you know, whatever you want to say. Yeah. I, I've, I've read enough about the air cut because there was a whole thing, you know, hashtag release the air cut for suicide squad. And right. essentially, and this is according to the director himself, what you see in the deleted scenes, when you get the suicide squad, film on blu-ray when you get the special features and everything if you add those scenes in that's the complete movie it only adds in about an extra 20 minutes it's primarily a lot of joker stuff and that was the one thing that i you know as much as everyone likes to see the joker and everything 
Mm-hmm. I, I was like, the Joker has nothing to do with the Suicide Squad. Right. Um, you know, I think it was an attempt to throw that in there because mm-hmm. for people that don't know who the Suicide Squad is, everyone mm-hmm. knows who the Joker is. Even then, I had an issue of them introducing the Joker through a non-Batman movie. Right. And, and that's the real weird albatross. So he, here's my first change. One, okay. I wouldn't have had the Joker in it at all. I think he's a distraction. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how I feel about Jared Leto because in that film, we really don't see much of anything. Right. I think the most jokery we ever saw him was in the was in the Zack Snyder cut Justice League in the Nightmare end credits. Right, which and is great. That, that was great. But yeah. in, in that film, we see him shoot a gangbanger. We see him you know, run away from Batman. It's not him at his best. And apparently – there's about an extra 45 minutes somewhere in a film canister of a whole bunch of Joker B-roll. And if it's all just him looking weird of his gold teeth and his no eyebrows like an, like an albino freak or something, I don't think I want to see that. And, I mean, it's the same reason mm. for Morbius. Method acting doesn't make it good if it's still shit. Yeah. yeah you, and that's you, you, what they were yeah. billing the whole thing on. So I, I would have eliminated the Joker entirely. You want to go ahead and throw him in a Harley Quinn origin sequence. Don't even show his face. Like what they did in the suicide, uh, not the Suicide Squad, the Harley Quinn, the Birds of Prey, Prey movie. Right, right, right. Don't even see his face. I would have right. been happier with that. Right, right. No, it, it, I, I totally agree. I, I don't know where the Joker came in and everything. And again, Joker is not a, has never been and has never been part of any kind of suicide suicide squad affiliation or anything like that he's always been a loose cannon he's always been associated with batman that's one of the main uh, uh criticisms i have about the venom movies how are you gonna have a venom movie without spider-man and that that doesn't work for me you know so and i actually wasn't a fan of the venom movies either but well that's neither here or there but um when uh, this movie here uh when it comes to you know jared leto who's a phenomenal actor and it comes to him being a joker yeah okay maybe a scene if 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 you want like an introduction how howardy quinn got created or something like that some some kind of flashback like that okay i can kind of understand but besides that i mean if there's 45 minutes of b-roll of the joker then just keep that damn thing in the canister and let's not let's not ever see it let's not put it on a blu-ray let's not put it on any kind of uh any kind of uh, uh you know cut different cut director's cut this other cut because dcu loves uh guts I mean, even though I love the Zack Snyder uh, JLA four-hour marathon, and I watched every bit of that movie, and I, mm-hmm. I love it, stand by it all the time. But then there was a Zack Snyder Batman versus Superman cut, and now there's you're telling me about this cut of this movie. So it's like they didn't just, go as far know. as to give this much of a. It, <laughs> it did not have the cult following because mm-hmm. people knew the potential for Justice League. People saw right, 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 how. Right donna justice was when the director's cut was eventually released and overall people who hated the theatrical version were like this is the one we should have seen in theaters but with suicide squad um i i I will i will agree with many of the critics that this is one of those times where you see a lot of studio interference from warner brothers but that is not enough to save it from being what it is they wanted it to be guardians of the galaxy they wanted harley quinn to be the new deadpool you watch this movie and they're trying to check things off the block and it doesn't it doesn't flow well so you remove the joker and what do you still have you still have a team they have to go in they go have to go ahead and fight enchantress and her boyfriend brother who takes over some do that (laughs) yeah i I don't get that whole thing yeah It, it should it should have been what 
it was originally pitched as when they were looking at taking the cast from the show Arrow and potentially making a spinoff film out of that. It was going to be Task Force X in an espionage thriller. It was going to be a break-in film, kind of like what we saw with The Suicide Squad by James Gunn. The, the, The Suicide Squad is not openly heroic they're not doing stuff to save the world they're going in and committing war crimes on behalf of the u.s government right right to get away from that is to put them in an area where they don't they they don't set themselves apart it's every other ensemble superhero flick right 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 I, i i i I do like the second film quite a bit, The Suicide Squad. You know, I, I'd like that a great bit. And it led to the Peacemaker spinoff, which is one of my Phenomenal. favorite. Phenomenal. One of my favorite things I've I've seen in like years. So yes. funny. So funny. And um and I actually like that one. My son actually likes the first movie. I I again I, I had my my disdain for that movie. But the second one, maybe it's because I believe Edris Elba as a badass and I don't believe Will Smith. Maybe it's because like that whole scene in the second one that they're just shooting bad guys to see how many bad guys they can, you know, compete, shoot against each other. I mean, it's like, you're not trying to be a hero. You know what I mean? You are what you are. You're a wet works team. You're a, you're going in there. You just, you're trying to eliminate people and you don't really have a conscience about it either. You're like, what the hell? We're just going to do what we're going to do. And the first one, there was this, Oh, but let's do the right thing. But, Oh, I have a daughter and this and that. I'm like, I don't want to hear about that. Deadshot's daughter. I don't. I don't need you to make Will Smith a good guy in every film, and that's what they did. They made Deadshot a good guy, and I'm like, Deadshot is not a fucking good guy. Deadshot. I don't give a damn if he's got a kid or not, and I don't think in the comments it's ever even like told that he even gives a damn. He might have twenty kids. You know, he might be the biggest deadbeat dad in, in the world. We don't. We don't fucking know. But no. D- d- ugh. Some some actors can't be made bad guys, and Will Smith is one of these. Probably they have a contract. I can't be the bad guy. I can start as one, but I have to end up saving the day. And I think that ruined the whole movie for me. And uh, to go on on this movie, the CGI. What the hell is that in this movie? Like it, the Enchantress. It's like, it's like, like Play-Doh. Oh my god! I'm like, what is this? We are looking at late '90s, like like. It's like it's like the FX team from Blade called and they wanted their oh shit back. Oh my god! Okay, how does how does X Men Two, the opening of Nightcrawler, still destroy tons of CGI that's going on today, or just that scene how it was done still destroy how CGI should be put in motion in a film? I don't, I don't understand why can't people kind of try to copy that and make it happen? Now I know it's a different context and I know the the whole the whole vibe was a little bit different, but Come on, man. I mean, what was that? It's Warner Brothers. You have the money. You're competing against the MCU. Their shit's on point. You know, come on. I, I think when when people look at this, they try and they, they try and make David Ayer the director. They they try and make him a martyr like Zack Snyder. But the truth is, David Ayer never did your Ayers, however the hell he pronounced his name. He never right. did movies like this. What, what I don't like about it, and I think this will go on to my second change. Okay, I, I would have had a completely different director because what okay. they wanted to do was they wanted somebody who's not Zack Snyder to do a Zack Snyder type film. Right. I would have gone ahead and given Tim Miller, who did the first um, Deadpool film, okay. and he co-wrote the script with okay. Ryan Reynolds. I would have brought him in, much like the reason they went ahead and ended up bringing James Gunn in. If you want somebody to do Guardians of the Galaxy, have somebody who did it 
And if you want somebody who's doing a Deadpool film, you might as well bring Tim Miller in. At that point, Deadpool 2 had already come out in theaters. He was uh, cut off by Ryan Reynolds because of creative differences around the time that Fox went ahead. So around the time that Fox went ahead and acquired Disney, he Mm -hmm. was already out the door. Ryan Reynolds didn't want him in. Um, I don't know if he was credited in the second film or not, but totally for Deadpool 3, he's not coming back. I would have had a completely different director. I would have had a completely different style because right. what they tried to do by making it like a Zack Snyder's sucker punch by making it, you know, light, lighter than Dawn of Justice, but just a bit heavier than Guardians and Deadpool. You might mm-hmm. as well bring in a director that does that because David right. Ayers, who I think is good, End of Watch is like my favorite cop film with Jake exactly. Gyllenhaal and Michael Pena, great cast. Oh, that's, I know that movie. Yeah, not, yeah. That's not the guy you want for the Suicide Squad. Right, it's right, just right. Not because there's nothing lighthearted. Also about that movie. Yeah, about your cop movie. No, that's a super serious damn. You know, there and, and with Suicide Squad, you have to have some tongue in cheek. You have to have some comedic relief. You have to have some. You know, this is we're we're going to take ourselves a little bit too seriously, but we're going to have a laugh at it. And and yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he. He he quite got the project, you know. Unfortunately, I think that was um, bad casting for the director. I I totally agree. I don't think he would have been a. I don't think he was a, a good fit for it because I don't. I don't think he knew what direction he wanted to go with. He was just like thrown in blind and, and was just just searching, just throwing stuff up against the wall to see if it stuck. Yeah, and uh, to to follow up to your Will Smith comments, I, I completely agree. Right. I, I liked him for a while, and I still don't. I still can't tell whether he was phoning it in or not because he has a suicide. Yeah. So some behind the scenes stuff, the cast of the suicide squad thought they were going to join like the next Avengers level franchise. Okay. So everyone got a squad tattoo. So <laughs> Shut Will up. Smith, Will Smith straight up has a suicide squad tattoo somewhere on his body that will painfully. Not anymore. It's not anymore. He must have scrubbed that shit. <laughs> yeah. So they, they actually thought that this was going to be big. And I wonder if, if Will Smith actually really liked the role or if he was just phoning it in, because there are some points where he kind of does kind of doesn't. I think the intro role, when you're seeing like the very comic booky introduction to all the characters and mm-hmm. stuff, I thought that was badass as hell. Especially yeah. I thought it was he, great. Especially when he takes out that mobster. That's the only scene of Deadshot I like at all. I, I wouldn't have had Will Smith in it though. I, yeah. If anything, I would have had Christian Slater who they originally wanted to bring in, even in his older age, I would have had Christian Slater come in and be dead shot. And it only made it so much harder to watch that movie because Suicide Squad had an animated film that came out a year later called Suicide Squad Hell to Pay, where Christian Slater was dead shot. And he makes uh, okay. dead shot. Wow. I would have brought in the older guy. He's probably around the same age as Will Smith. He looks older than Will Smith. But he, I mean, you have enough actors in their late forties taking on yeah. roles where they're supposed to be like in their thirties. I could, I think, yeah. I think if you had brought in somebody different, there would have been a lot more forgiveness. But people were expecting like you know a King Richard performance right, out right, of right. him as Deadshot. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, well, I, King I think, Richard I mean, was now. I'll say Muhammad Ali. They were expecting a <laughs> Muhammad Ali level performance. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it, it, you know what I mean. I, I get your whole Christian uh, Slater type thing. I just don't think that he he has the juice right now to kind of carry the movie because I think they put it all on Will to kind of like be the like I said, just be the juice behind the movie, the big big headliner behind it. Um, I um 
I don't know. Was was it uh, Hell to Pay or was it a, a, a Batman Escape from Arkham and they were all in that one too? That was the first one. I would okay. say that's actually – that is the movie uh-huh. that Suicide Squad should have been. Suicide was, Squad Escape good. from Arkham. I, again, to me, the animated uh, DC movies are by far the – They own that The shit. best DC movies. <laughs> That's the, that's the interconnected universe that they yeah. wanted to build in live yeah. action. Totally. Totally. But um, I don't know. Casting wise for that. I, you know what? I really, I guess I really, i liked Edris Elba in the, in the second one. I, I wouldn't have minded him being Deadshot throughout the whole franchise. He was supposed that would have been it. He was supposed to be Deadshot. Or, then they were like, we can't just recast the only black actor in the film. So then they were like, let's go ahead and, you know, pull a name out of a hat. Oh, he's Bloodsport. Yeah, who's who's Blood? I don't even know who I I mean, I guess he was. Bloodsport is Deadshot. Yeah. Bloodsport <laughs> is Deadshot. James James Gunn uh learned about the change to the character last because he went ahead and came in and they wrote the script with Deadshot in mind. He knew that okay. Will Smith was not coming back, but they were like, right. we did a lot of character development for Deadshot, would suck at Floyd Lott and, you know. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done isn't in the film so then they threw a whole bunch of stuff you know interest ilba does not want to be known as the will smith villain gotcha so that's when they were like just get another dead shop type guy and and do this gotcha and but i i I also think like interest ilba carries himself like like he for real is a badass like he, I think he's, he's a, a DJ, Muay Thai. He's a Muay Thai fighter. <laughs> yeah, like he, he's for real. Like he's, you don't, a, you don't want to you know, fuck with his cars. Yeah. You don't want to fuck with his With With Will Smith, it's like, I just don't see you being a badass. You, you were kind of badassy in bad boys and stuff like that. You were kind of cool, but you were mostly funny. But I, you know, to no, I, I can't. So I just, to, to recast it, I, I would just that role in particular. Then, then I would just double down and end yourself on the first and the second. Keep that shot throughout the whole continuity of it because that's what they wanted to do to begin with, and whatever. But when they casted yourself on the second one, I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Where are they going with this? Because who the hell is Bloodsport? I mean, I, it, it just threw me for a loop. But, but yeah, no. Um, we were talking about Will Smith and it, it being casting for the first movie, and it was just horrible. And again, like I, I agree that the director that was selected airs was just not the not the right fit for for what we we're looking for yeah for what i was looking for it it, it, sh- it should have been so many different things and i think he he doesn't deserve as much grace as he gets because at this at you know uh what is it uh success has many fathers but failure is always an orphan you can yeah. only blame warner brothers for so much and warner brothers deserves the blame for a lot of things Man. i mean what I, I, I'm, I'm one of the, I, I'm not few, but I, I really enjoyed Man of Steel. I, people, it, that's a I, polarizing movie. People, I, I love that film. Yeah, I, I love it's it. Great. It is on par with um, Sam Raimi's first Spider Man. Oh, okay, all right. For me, so it's that high I, for you. I, I okay. love that film. Okay, so I mean, Kevin Costner as a, as a father here on on Earth. Um, you have um, Russell Crowe as 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 the father. Yeah, Jarrell, and it just, and then you know, both of them like they're. They're both the voice in his head, which is was really cool. 
Diane Lang as 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 the mom. And I mean, it has some. I mean, I don't want to get off on Men and Steel, but it's just I really love that movie. Okay, I think that the 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 DCEU, whatever it's called, did a good job with that movie. I can't say that they've done a good job with anything else, any kind of feature film. You know what I mean? Um, they interfered with Justice League and made it a shit movie besides the, the Zack Snyder cut. Um, I'm guessing they interfered with uh, Batman versus Superman because that's why Zack Snyder had another cut to it. And again, as you're saying here, they fucking interfere again with Suicide Squad, which should have been what kind of like the second one was. And it, it just it just bombed. I think they got out of the way a little bit more on the second one. But in these first iterations of all these like five, you know, four films, they're not rewatchable. I mean, they're not something that, you know, unless it's like the Zack Snyder cut or something. I, I No, no. And I don't understand. You're such a big fucking company. You know that you're competing with the MCU. You know you got to put product out there and you're overthinking it. You're overthinking what's going to be put. Oh, I don't know if they're going to like it. I don't know what's going on. And then you just dabble way too much and then the film is shit. And the film is not fucking good. And it just frustrates me because I'm mostly a DC guy. Okay. I'm yeah. a, you know, on the previous episode, I'm Shazam. I love Green Lantern. I love The Flash. You know, I'm a Hawkman guy for crying out loud. I love Firestorm. I like like the B guys in the, D, in the DC universe, in the comics. But give me something. Give me something. Jesus Christ. I, I, I like Wonder Woman. I like the first one. 84. Well, don't you think it's a slap in the face that we get Suicide Squad before a Wonder Woman movie? Yeah, totally. We should have had a Wonder totally. Woman movie decades ago. D- totally, totally, totally. And you know what? And I'll, I'll stand by this, and I, you know, people might hate me for this. I think Gal Gadot is is the perfect Wonder Woman. I think she's maybe the most beautiful. I said, <laughs> I say Margot Robbie was one of the most beautiful. I think Gal Gadot might be the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. I think Margot and- Robbie would agree with that. <laughs> She would as well. You're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 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 Gagano can actually or she can do choreography that looks like she can fight. Like she looks like she can handle herself. You know, on the effects in, on those movies, really great. I mean, exactly. Why the fuck have a Suicide Squad movie before you have Wonder Woman? So I mean so you have much an icon. Like, yeah. So Go so ahead. much like I was saying about removing the Joker from it entirely. Right. right. There, there are two other appearances in the film that make no sense. One, okay. this is technically uh, – it, it's debated. It's, okay. it's the first full cameo appearance of The Flash in the DCEU. The first appearance being in the time travel sequence in Dawn of Justice where you see The Flash, but you only see a little bit of him. You know it's him, but that's, right. that's his first cameo, but this is his first full cameo because you see him in full costume and everything. This is not the first time anyone should be seeing The Flash for the first time in live action. Right. That, right. that was wrong. In the, in the Boomerang, Captain right. Boomerang you're, sequence. You're correct. That, that's what I was – yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That, was, that was bullshit. Now, the one cameo appearance, which if I could – not like I have the Infinity Gauntlet. I can't remake these movies, people. I'm just a person bitching online. Right. I would have gone ahead and made Batman the primary antagonist of this entire film. I would have had it be huh. – because Ben Affleck Batman, people – fucking love him now they gave him a lot of shit when he was first cast but if they had made him the primary antagonist for the film it would have been so much better have the suicide squad go after and try and kill batman after the events of the Mm -hmm. superman doomsday fight in metropolis 
Mm. If they had them hunting down Batman and Ben Affleck Batman just like, you know, um, you know, home aloneing that shit or whatever. Yeah, just he's Sherlock yeah. Holmes, everybody. <laughs> yeah, like that would be the, the Suicide Squad doesn't have to win. They don't have to win. But it could be fun to see the chase. If they had just done that, because wow. even that scene where he chases the Joker and then dives into the water and saves Harley Quinn, even yeah. when he arrests Deadshot, those are some of those Batman-y scenes we've seen of Ben Affleck ever. Wow. You just blew my mind with that. I should get paid for this shit. That was great. You know what? Yeah, I mean, he was already in, in some of the movie, right? Or, in yeah, some of the, he's, he's in two separate scenes. Yeah. And he's in the post credit where he meets Amanda Waller. And that, that post credit goes nowhere where he's like, you have my protection. It's like, that doesn't mean shit, Bruce. But <laughs> I mean, they, they could have had him and he would have done it. If there's one role that Ben Affleck will do anything to get more of, it's Batman. That's oh. why he came back for, to reshoot all the stuff for Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom. He loves that role. He would have been, it probably was spiked up the budget for a film, which, and, and people, people think. Wait, he's in Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom? He is now. So, oh shit. So, uh, as, as we talked about in last week's SPC Newsroom, because uh-huh. the whole release order for the DCEU has been fucked up because Ezra Miller is the new Charles Manson, they had to go ahead and put Aquaman out before The Flash. Right. And because of that, Michael Keaton's Batman was supposed to be a supporting character in that. Now, because everything got screwed up, because Ezra Miller is taking people hostage in Vermont, what he had to do was they had to go ahead and take out all the scenes with Michael Keaton, which he – this is a bad year for Michael Keaton. Batgirl gets cut. I know. It's completely cut from Aquaman. Poor guy. I mean he's supposed to come back strong and like, nope. But at least he had a few feature films as Batman. <laughs> ben Affleck hasn't even had one technically. So they went ahead and brought right. Ben Affleck back and mm-hmm. – you know, th- this is the great, this is the best year for him. He got back with J-Lo. He got shredded again. Now he's back in the suit, <laughs> Bruce Wayneing it up as the best on screen Bruce Wayne since Keaton. So, you know, he, he will gladly do it. The Suicide Squad, while it got the worst reviews, I think, of the DCEU, it actually made enough money in, it, you know, in theaters to justify keep doing a sequel. It. That's, yeah. that's why we got birds of prey. That's why we got the suicide squad. So there's a flavor for it there. You know, people would go see it, but if you had put Batman, Bruce Wayne as the primary antagonist and you follow the suicide squad as they try and kill the Batman. Yeah. That shit would have been, no, that, that, that would have been huge. You're, you're totally right. Um, wow. What a great concept. And you're right. I think he, he totally would have, would have done it, would have gone along with it. Um, I, I do have a, 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 I have a major concern about this Suicide Squad uh, film. And it's, it's, it's with this character. It's Katana. What the it's hell Katana. does she do in this Don't movie? Don't let her kill you. Sure. steals her soul. That's her only origin. That's all. That's all you get from her. She's just there to just be oh there. Her sword steals oh your God. soul. This is Katana. <laughs> Don't get killed by her. It's like, wow, that is so, somebody got paid a lot of money to write the script for this movie. Somebody got paid a lot Don't of money. Don't get killed by her or else your soul will be trapped in your sword forever. Thank you. Come I, think, on. I think Rick Flagg is just his name should have just been Captain Walking Exposition because that's all he is. You have to shoot her heart. It's where her magical powers come from. Don't let these things kill you. They'll trap your soul. It's like, 
That's how you're gonna introduce Katana? Oh like she doesn't matter. You can't you you can't you give Killer Croc a whole lot of scenes in this film, but Katana gets don't let her kill you. Her sword traps your soul. I know. That's so <laughs> funny. It's so you know, it's funny you say like Captain Exposition, but you know our our aunt aunt, aunt Verge, right? Yeah. My Verge. When we were when I used to live with her, and she used to get mad at me. She used to go, I'll kill you. <laughs> hold on, hold on. This is this is the best part. I'll kill you. And then you'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> and me, me and Big Polly would just be like, what? <laughs> that right there that- has, has more value than most of the dialogue in this movie. Oh my God, it was so, it's so great. But man, yeah, you're, you're totally right. Like, what the hell's, you know what? Katana is, is just, you don't need to even see her in this movie. She doesn't even belong in this movie. She doesn't, there, there is nothing of her that needs to be there. Yeah. Also, the actress who plays, or the model who plays um, Enchantress, because she, she does act, but she's primarily like a, a pretty high, high fashion model. Yeah, th- this, and, they um, should have gotten somebody else for that. Because Yeah, they, they really should have. And even though they, she didn't have a lot of speaking parts or anything like that, it was just... Like even the facial expressions and all this other stuff. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, she could have been recast for another film. Yeah. But she's good yeah, enough. Totally. I, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember her yeah. name. I've seen her in other like something, something moon. Her last name is moon. Yeah. I like believe. she had potential to, th- they can make her Mara in the Aquaman films for all. Yeah. Something. Oh my like God. Yeah. Had, any, yeah. anyone besides Amber. Yeah. You yeah. can't shit the bet on that Warner brothers, <laughs> but th- this, this was an opportunity where it's like, it, it doesn't feel weird. I, I think the, the only positive is that, it made Joel Joel, uh, Joel Kinnanen. I don't know how to pronounce his Swedish name. Joel Kinnanen, it, it, uh, who played Rick Flag. I like him. Um, yeah, he's good. He he was he was awesome in Altered Carbon. Like I think yeah, he yeah. I think he's season got, one. I didn't really care for season two. Yeah, but, um, nothing, I, I liked season one. Yeah, it had nothing to do with um uh, the the guy who plays Falcon doing it. It just I just yeah. I, I felt like season one closed the book on that, totally. and I didn't need totally. to see more. Right, um, I agree. But but yeah, I mean Joel Kinnanen, you know, and, and I thought he did way better in a in the Suicide Squad. I thought that was where yeah. you got to see more of Rick Flag being cool. Right, right, but, right. I mean, this film is just it's a hot mess. There's there's yeah. almost when you take everything that you and I listed that they would change, it's yeah. basically like don't put this movie out. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. The the only the only thing that I'll I'll, I'll say the, there are two fact there's two things that I that I would stand you know behind this movie is that you know. Uh, Margot Robbie does a great Harley Quinn. I mean, she she was born to play this role. I she, think she I mean, she salvaged this entire film's reputation. Yeah, yeah totally. At least it gave us her. Yeah, t- totally. So it, it brought her out into the forefront even more. And then you know, Viola Davis is a powerhouse, and she's a badass Amanda Waller. Like she gets they, less than five minutes of screen time the entire film, and she's an Academy Award winning actress. You know, she's been in some major shit. And you know she decides to do this movie. She's in both movies, and and she, man, and she she still she she owns the room. You believe that she's Amanda Waller. You believe that she can end your life at any minute, and mm-hmm. you know just with a button. So those two things are really great. Those two characters, us, you know, Harley Quinn and Amanda Waller. Besides that, I don't. Nothing salvages this movie for me. Nothing. 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 
absolutely nothing with the, the El Diablo. Like he's got a conscience and that, he doesn't want to turn on his powers. That, that I mean, line right before he dies. And he's like, I've already lost one family. I won't lose another. I'm like, well, time out. Come on. You've dude. known these people for five fucking minutes. Yeah. Two of them are dead. And you tried to kill a few of the others. If I'm yeah. not mistaken. Now it's like, well, family matters. I'm surprised they didn't start. They didn't, you know, pull a Disney move on him. Me right? familia. It's like, shut up. <laughs> he shouldn't be here. This is wrong. This is abuse of the audience. <laughs> like you, this, is, this should not be here. No, not at all. Not at all. And, and you know what? Another favorite part of this movie for me is when Slipknot dies immediately. <laughs> That's my favorite part. I have Ryan. He barely and I, says any lines, and he's dead. Like in the first five minutes. <laughs> I forget I, I his name. I know he. I don't know if he was WWE or UFC or something. I, Ryan and I had, you know. Uh, contrary to what Liberty University uh, want, Liberty University want us to have, we had Suicide Squad posters all over our room. Oh, wow. And uh, one of them was the Slipknot poster. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this guy looks scary. This is going to be fucking awesome. When he's the w- – when when they freaking just make him, you know, the, the another moment of walking exposition, they won't blow our head off watch this and then they blow his head off it's like oh because you have to remind people this is the suicide squad because their heads might explode i i almost think because that scene was so poorly done Mm. that's why the first act of the suicide squad with james gunn is the way it is we just see everyone is just like everyone is just murked immediately it's great it's great and we'll have to talk about that at another time but i I love like some of the superpowers of these guys or whatever like i know Slipknot doesn't really have a superpower, but it's like, Slipknot, what do you do? I grapple. <laughs> I'm a world-class grappler. I can climb buildings. <laughs> Thumbs up, buddy. Great job. <laughs> you deserve to oh, be in we the can, we can die. <laughs> because you will die immediately. <laughs> By your own choosing, hence the name. <laughs> I, I wonder how much money he got paid for that because he I was know, in, right? he was in the promotional material. If you look at the he cover was. of the movie, he's standing there. Yeah, it, 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 you're right, and he barely it, it's lasts like, the first couple scenes. It's like if you had Titanic and you take out Leo because he drowns <laughs> as he's jumping on to the ship. He, he's not even in the movie. It's just like featuring five seconds of Leonardo. Yeah, yeah he, ne- he never makes it on a Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it's that's what it is slipknot no <laughs> the one slipknot fan in the audience oh. is like well this whole movie is fucked what else do i want uh yeah i mean it the, the oh, i, I liked I, I will say that things got slightly better i i, I like birds of prey i think it's okay because birds of prey is smoking aces Okay. Basically. Oh, I love Smoking Aces. Yeah. Mo- yeah. If you watch Smoking Aces and you yeah. watch Birds of Prey, Birds of Prey is literally Smoking Aces. That's right. why I like that movie. And, and okay. then The Suicide Squad was tremendously better. And then right. we got Peacemaker out of it. So it's like, you know, yeah. through the through the rotting corpse of this horrible film, right. I think that this is one of the only times where they actually got better. But right, at right. the same time, it's like, it, it, you know, in itself – it's it's littered with cameos that are unnecessary. It focuses right. on things that are not authentic to the characters. Um, it, it's a film that tries to be like too many other blockbusters. And while it it did make money, it you know virtually no one has anything nice to say about it. While Warner Brothers prior to the 
AT&T, Warner Brothers Discovery split. While they had a notoriously horrid track record, no one can say that out of this specific film with these characters, things did not improve. Because everything shows it did improve. Right. So I got to give them slight credit for that through this at least things got better. Yeah. It, it, it's very rare that you shit the bed the first time and then you somehow come out of it clean. And that's, that's what they kind of did. Like the second one was vastly superior to the first one. And, and, uh, and then Peacemaker is it. I mean, if, if anybody out there listening has not seen Peacemaker, you, you don't know what, what you're missing. Just be prepared. But Peacemaker is a gem and I can't wait for the next season, but you're absolutely right. This it built into it was built into something. Um, you know, it's, it's you know I'm going to get dramatic here with you. It's like a phoenix that rose from the ashes because that was such hot garbage the first one, and then you know some good stuff came out of it. Yeah. Well, folks, hope you enjoyed this. We'll be continuing on with the rest of the DCEU films over the next couple of months. As always, thank you for your patronage. You help this whole shebang continue. Until next time, as always, remember, if there's one thing you can do other than financially support the show so I don't have to go ahead and justify to my wife why I spend so many hours on it, read comics and change the world. Good night. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.